0: Distilled is a production of chemical processing. Chemical processing focuses on serving engineers, designing, and operating plants in the chemical industry.
1: Welcome to the Solution Spotlight edition of our Chemical Processing Distilled podcast. Solution Spotlight, delving deeper into a topic from an industry perspective. While liquid tank level is one of the basic measurements used in process plants, its importance can't be overstated. Incorrect high levels can cause vessels to overflow, leading to lost product, a safety hazard, or an environmental problem. Incorrect low levels can burn out pumps and cause problems with inventory control. I'm Tracy Purdom, Executive Digital Editor of Chemical Processing, and to help us mitigate those hazards, we are talking with Nicholas Meyer, Industry Marketing Manager at Yokogawa Corporation of America. Well, thanks for agreeing to talk to me today about differential pressure level solutions. Great
0: to be here, Tracy. Thank you very much.
1: I guess the first question is the obvious one. Why is differential pressure level important?
0: Um Differential pressure, or sometimes we say DP level, is important because it's a very common technology. It's been around for a long time, so it's a tool that's in everyone's tool belt. It's readily accessible. There's not a whole lot of limitations in terms of how or where people can can deploy the technology it's also relatively inexpensive being less complicated than than some other technologies that may be in use out there uh, so that also helps with its accessibility as i had mentioned it can it can help overcome some challenges that other technologies might have with Specific applications for measuring level, whether it's from extreme heat or cold or potentially from corrosive materials that may harm other instrumentation, uh, DP level has a solution for for many users out there to get around those challenges.
1: The biggest challenges, you mentioned the, the temperature, are, are there other bigger challenges for DP level technology?
0: There are several challenges uh, that DP level faces, just like other technologies. Well, it's not suited for every application, so it can't uh, measure interface of multiple fluids, except in very specific cases. And it does have some limitations in terms of what dynamic temperature can do to the accuracy and and reliability of a, a DP level measurement. But in terms of things like corrosive Uh, environments we are able to add diaphragm seals or sometimes these are called chemical seals protect against uh, those corrosive uh, materials or chemicals Um, and that's uh, something that DP uh, level technology can do quite well it does require the use of a capillary which extends that diaphragm away from where the transmitter would be mounted but with that capillary come some inaccuracies some some lag in the system so the overall length of those capillaries can be a big challenge as well the longer you make those capillaries of course Uh, the more these outside influences can get in and affect the performance of your measurement.
1: Now, can you tell me a little bit more about the diaphragm seal system, and um, is that the only way it overcomes those challenges, or or is it, uh, forgive my ignorance on it, can you just talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, so
0: in the past, any kind of remote seal system that uses a diaphragm and, and capillaries remote from the transmitter, um, people have worked on engineering those systems themselves to try and eliminate or overcome these errors, uh, shortcomings. Uh, so, for example, they may choose to have what we call a balanced system where on the high-pressure side and the low-pressure side of a system, they, they want to balance that out and they make sure that the seals uh, are the exact same size and in material and the capillaries are the exact same size that way if they experience an error the the hope is that it would uh, be seen equally on both sides and cancel itself out others have looked at it in ways where where they try to tune a system uh, for performance if they know how it's being mounted to measure level in a tank uh, they know one capillary is going to be shorter so they make the diaphragm a little bit bigger. That also is intended to help balance out the performance of, of the system. Now, at Yokogawa, though, we've, we've taken that into account and we've looked at other ways that we can help uh, compensate for some of these effects that, that may affect the performance of, of a DP-level system. So, for example, many standard pressure transmitters are characterized in an oven where they run it through various pressure and temperature cycling and record the performance, and then they go ahead and burn that right into the memory of the transmitter. So when it sees that in, in the real world, it knows how to compensate for those those conditions. <laughs> um, but oftentimes the remote seals are added after that, and so that adds another layer into the equation. So at Yokogawa... We do all that characterization after the full system is assembled. So our diaphragm seal system uh, will help eliminate those um, using that environmental characterization.
1: Is that not um, typical of others? Uh, you say Yokogawa does that, but is that not typical?
0: Well, Like I said, we see it very commonly with with the transmitter itself but oftentimes the the seals are added after the fact after the unit is manufactured and and put on an inventory shelf somewhere so it is a practice that is um, somewhat unique to Yokogawa. another type of solution that we all also offer is uh, compensating capillaries this is where We balance out the fill fluid and also the the types of temperature effects you might see by adding a compensating leg off of uh, one capillary, and we run that compensating leg down the length of the other capillary in the system. So if you imagine a transmitter mounted at the bottom of the tank and it's in the shade um, of of all the infrastructure or other tanks around there, and then they run a capillary up to the top of the tank. In a traditional system, that capillary that's run up the side of the tank is gonna see sunshine and all the other adverse uh, weather effect, and the one that's down uh, at grade level uh, won't see those. So our compensating capillaries actually run up with the traditional capillary, and what that does is it allows uh, us to take that temperature effect, the sunshine, all of that, and work it into the other side of, of the system. That way it, it balances out the effects, and neutralizes it, and greatly improves the accuracy and uh, repeatability of the system. And that is something that is, is very unique to Yokogawa.
1: It sounds like a lot of thought has gone into this. Um, and you kind of alluded to it, but this isn't a one size fits all technology. Um, how do facilities manage multiple applications?
0: Yeah, and that is something that each facility will have to take based on the applications that are pre- present at their facility. We certainly want advocate using a DP-level solution where it doesn't make sense. Uh, Like I mentioned earlier, there are some uh, applications such as uh, interface level where it's just impossible. Uh, The other thing is that DP-level technology requires a constant density. So if the density is shifting, now you've got multiple variables. The density and the level make it impossible to really calculate. So you'd need to plan ahead and have Other technologies for for those applications so that's something that would be taken on a case-by-case basis but Yokogawa does have a great customer support team uh, that is uh, available for consultation on these applications so if any end user needed needed to specify or size out uh, a level application we'd be able to help them through that and find what technology would be the best for them
1: so, obviously, that went, lends well to helping them with their maintenance and their inventory. Um, but what are some considerations in terms of maintenance and inventory? So,
0: at, at its heart, a DP-level application is, is a pressure application. Uh, so, you do need to take into account what the, the needs are, the requirements for accuracy, and compare that to the long-term stability of, of the sensor itself and that will help you develop a maintenance strategy around uh, what what needs to be done to ensure the performance that is needed. One of the nice things about uh, the Yokogawa solution is that it's based off of our silicone resonance sensor, which is a digital sensor at its heart and, and provides some advantages over traditional sensors that would require an analog to digital conversion that has more room for for drift and errors, it's also an active sensor. Rather than having to periodically check it for performance and maintenance, this active sensor will actually tell you if if one of the the pressure ports has has had an issue or if the sensor itself has died. Um, as opposed to other technologies that that require more manual checks from from like a maintenance crew
1: you've mentioned uh, a few already several already Uh, what makes the solution better than others already on the market
0: so we said that there's no one-size-fits-all for for level applications but Yokogawa as you can see has gone to great lengths to address many of the shortcomings uh, that may affect DP level technology what we hope is that this will make DP level require less maintenance um, and be more broadly applied throughout a plant because we've taken the steps necessary to overcome those challenges rather than putting that burden on the end user. Um, and that may require them to, to either change their practices or address it themselves or search out another technology. And, and we think that DP level can be uh, deployed more generally with, with the – features that we've invested in
1: here's a question cybersecurity is a hot topic always has been but a little bit more so in the news lately how is this addressed there's there's a lot at stake with this type of of technology in terms of of having things overflow in an environmental and safety aspect how is this addressed
0: yeah so cybersecurity has been in the news quite a bit uh, especially just recently Unfortunately, a lot of instrumentation is based on communication protocols that are decades old. And so there's really no concept of cybersecurity built into them. Uh, you need to take a step back and look at this from a defense in depth uh, approach. And this this means that you need to include things from physical security as well as cybersecurity. Uh, make sure that you have the right policies and Procedures in place limiting access to these devices, as well as the tools that are used to interact with these devices. So whether it's a handheld communicator that you uh, have in in the technician's hands and they have to be physically present at the device, uh, versus an asset management system that may have remote access, you need to make sure that you can control those not just from an individual perspective, but also from a a training and a role and responsibility perspective to make sure that you have properly trained individuals working with the instrumentation in question. One thing that's that's exciting is a lot of the new technologies that are coming out. Wireless, of course, was heavily scrutinized from a cybersecurity standpoint, um, but it was designed in a way that had cybersecurity considerations baked into it. So now you've got uh, communication that can be encrypted end-to-end. Uh, there are session keys, um, things like that, and some of the role-based access that I was mentioning before. Um, wireless is a great technology to look at in terms of how how does that help from the cybersecurity stand front. Another thing is uh, some of the future technologies, like the advanced physical layer that's coming out. That That's adding intrinsically safe two-wire Ethernet capability to what we normally have as analog 4-20 to type devices. Um, And so that's going to open the door from an accessibility standpoint, but it's also going to open the door from a technology standpoint to put more cybersecurity into these devices, into the microprocessors right there at the device. So I think there's a lot of upside coming with field instruments.
1: Absolutely. Great insight there. Uh, Nick, is there anything you want to add that I maybe not didn't touch on that you want to point out?
0: Again, with, with every technology, and in, in DP level in, in particular, it's, it's not just a set-and-forget type. Uh, there's definitely considerations that you need to put into that technology. What we want users to realize is that uh, Yokogawa as a partner has really looked at what kind of challenges our users face when it comes to uh, uh, selecting the right technology and we've we've tried to take care of as many of those challenges for you uh, to begin with. Uh, but it is a partnership and we're here for any, any user that wants to employ our technology to solve any of their tough challenges out in the field.
1: Well, Nick, I appreciate your time today. A lot of good insight, um, giving us you know a little bit better picture of DP level, and, and that is much appreciated. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you, Tracy. I appreciate your time.
1: On behalf of Chemical Processing and today's guest, Nicholas Meyer, Industry Marketing Manager at Yokogawa Corporation of America, this is Solutions Spotlight.